At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. From the capital city, now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Record. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. This is the day, the Bud Light Little Blue Book Day. $311.10. You can enter by way of the Asher Record Service Company Life and Feedback. That's $11.59 tonight. You can also enter by way of the Southern Structural Solutions Bus text line. That's 1159 tonight. You can email me, randyr at 1037thebuzz.com. That's 1159 tonight. Or you can call in at 501-661-1037. So there you have it, Trey. Now you know all of the rules. You know all the stipulations. And now it's time for Trey Biddy of hogsports.com to get his name into the Bud Light Little Blue Book. That I can't win. I don't know. I, th- I think I would go downstairs and fight for you. Mm-hmm. I really would. <laughs> I, okay. I, because I'm going to tell you, it's, it's this is a really difficult, it yep. really is a difficult contest. It is, and this is a... A difficult line. I mean, 17 and a half, it's right on that uh, that spot where you think, you know, a couple touchdowns and a field goal, right? So, um, mm-hmm. or three touchdowns. Uh, but to me, I just kind of got to go on history. I mean, I, I'm thinking a little bit like, you know, LSU, where they beat uh, Mississippi State by 27. They covered their spread by 17. So, Arkansas on the other end, <laughs> it was the opposite. Um, they lost, you know, by seven, and, and the spread was the other way. It was eight and a half, I think, at the time for Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So usually when it's something like that, just talking to you know, people who know more than me about about gambling and picking odds, uh, it, tends to, it t- tends to swing back. So I'm going to go with Ar- – I think Arkansas's defense will play well enough. Um, the offense, I think, will probably have some pride, but – I don't know if it's going to be enough uh, to beat LSU, and they've got a stout defense too. So I'm going to go with LSU 27, lower scoring than most people think, and Arkansas 17 in this one. And you told me the tiebreaker was uh, K.J. Jefferson net rushing yards. Yes, correct. So I will go – I mean, I think they'll probably get to him here and there. And, you know, there's been some talk about is he totally healthy – I don't think – I was looking back over it. I don't think K.J. has ever had a negative rushing performance. I think his lowest output was 12 carries for zero yards when he was a true freshman against LSU in 2019. So I'm going to go with – and I had 41 yards uh, the last time he played against LSU rushing. So I'm going to give him 39 rushing yards. Hmm. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. That's the second time we've had 39 yards uh, suggested. Mm-hmm. 
net yards rushing. So yeah, well, the Florida State quarterback had 38 rushing yards, and KJ's maybe just a little a little better runner. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've I've looked at all the uh, the numbers that can I think that can be crunched uh, for mm-hmm. this game, and and I mean the the what do you call it the metrics or the optics or whatever the term is. I mean it the numbers are far in favor of LSU from every aspect. And um, so, you know, it's almost like you could you could throw out – and I do uh, – I, I mean, I realize they've had two punching bags the last – well, I'm not sure I want to call Mississippi State a total punching bag, but uh, certainly the game before that was, was a punching bag uh, after that Florida State game. So it's almost like trade – do you – almost get the feel that you could throw out that Florida State game on behalf of LSU and just say, because they were so dominating the second half of that Florida State game. I mean, you you could have turned it off. They just, they beat up LSU every which way possible Florida State did. Clay Henry used to say, you can't throw out games, Trey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's my Clay Henry. Uh, So, I don't know if you can just totally disregard the Florida State game. I mean, to me, LSU is surging, and and maybe that provided a bit of a wake-up call for them. Um, So I think you maybe kind of got to account for that game as a little bit of the reason that they have taken off so much. Sometimes it's a wake-up call. Sometimes it's a red flag. You know, everything you mentioned on paper – I could do a Houston Nut impersonation. They don't play the game on paper, too. But um, Arkansas is going to show up in Baton Rouge. They're not just going to take the 17-and-a-half-point loss. They will They will be getting on the plane and, and heading down today. So, uh, But, yeah, I mean, when you look at the game just bouncing off the last outing, I'm not so sure, guys, that I wouldn't have rather played uh, Mississippi State last weekend uh, than BYU. They look like they're really struggling to adapt to their offense, and that's kind of what Arkansas is doing on the same end, it feels like. I think a big part of it is the offensive line. Just, I mean, how many times can we say you've got to have protection if you're going to play decent at quarterback, and, and Arkansas just hasn't had that. Let's see what they do to adjust this week. But uh, I don't know. that that Florida State, I think, is really good, first of all. And, I mean, that game's in Florida, right? And they play that at – where the Dolphins play. I can't even remember the name of the stadium, but um, is that right? Or they play it where? Jacksonville. Where did they play the game? I thought they played it in Tallahassee. Was it Tallahassee? I felt like the seats no, were blown. No, 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 no. They played in Orlando. Orlando. Okay. Orlando. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Florida yeah. State and LSU, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a road game for LSU in that sense. But, uh, man, I, I just think Florida State's really good. And, um, yeah, they just outplayed LSU, but I think it was a bit of a wake-up call for him. It, uh, it was definitely one of those games where if you just watch the second half only, that is, that Florida State-LSU game, you thought, hmm, LSU's going to be terrible this year because they made them look bad. And uh, But that's now been, what, four weeks ago, so a long time ago. Let's talk with uh, Todd. Todd, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yes, sir. And I do have. I want to get in that little blue book too. But first of all, for Trey, has he seen a different demeanor this week by the coaches or the players, or has he got to see much action? No, you know we're limited to. You know, I think we 
20 minutes on Tuesday. We got at 15 on Monday. So we're limited a little bit more on uh, the amount of time we get to watch practice. Uh, and to be honest, the noise was so awful, I, I could not stand being in there. It's hard to pay attention to everything that was going on. Uh, I don't know how they did. I hope that they practiced without it some because I can't imagine listening to that for two hours. And I don't know where they got the track for that, but, man, it was awful. Um, so, but as far as demeanor, no. I mean, like if you talked to them last week, different level, you know, different level of, of demeanor versus the week before. And, you know, they didn't play very well on offense. So I'm not sure. so sure how much that – you know, means in that sense. But, you know, I think that Arkansas has a good defense. I think that they have a couple of guys on there with something to prove in McLaughlin and, and Landon Jackson, and I'm sure that will amp their play up. Um, you know, offensively, it's just offensively, it's just a matter of getting in sync. I, I think you probably maybe see them say, you know, all right, what does K.J. do well? What do we know he does well in this? And we'll continue to work on the other stuff and maybe gear the offense a little bit more towards – that that's that's what I hope they do and avoid 14 penalties and avoid costly special teams errors. Those are the, those are going to be the secrets here. Yeah. I appreciate your thought, uh, Randy. I do want to get in that little boo book. All right, all right. I'm going to say uh, trade just swayed me a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to say LSU, which it hurts me, but 44, Arkansas 31, and I'm going to go a little bit higher. Uh, Jefferson, uh, 54 yards. 54. That's a lot of points. Which way did I sway you? Uh, Three more points for LSU. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. I mean, you gotta have you gotta have everything. You know, it's amazing. Like you always, people always come out with five keys to victory and stuff, and I always just say, well, four of the keys are always going to be the same. You know, you're always gonna it's always going to be penalties, turnovers, special teams, and then your injury situation. Those are always going to play such a big factor in any game. And then it's you know, it's a lot of times you can pick something else based on how the two teams are playing. And um, but yeah, those those four things are in Arkansas. Are they going to get Devon Manuel back? I think it's probably unlikely on Rocket Sanders that they'll get him back. Um, you know, McLaughlin's supposed to be about close to 100%. Um, you know, and he's obviously been playing, but he's been hampered a little bit by the turf toe. And, you know, they talk about the hand injuries on the offensive line and KJ. Are those guys healed up? That's going to be a big part of it. Uh, penalties, can't have 14 penalties against LSU. You'll get beat 75 to nothing. I mean, if you do that, if, you make, if you're that undisciplined going to Baton Rouge, I mean, they will smoke you. Maybe not that much, but it'll, be, it'll feel like it, I promise. And then, um, you know, turnovers are always going to be a big part of any game. Um, you know, and special teams can't have 10-yard punts. Just can't. Uh, Trey, I didn't I... – just listening as it was, I guess that was yesterday. Uh, I didn't realize Tank Booker had yeah. hurt his knee. I think knees is knees? how it was put okay. to me. Yeah, I saw him on the cycle uh, going into practice on Tuesday, um, and he missed he missed Monday also. But according to Pittman, they're just kind of I think resting him up, and he's going to be fine to go on Saturday. I didn't realize this had turned into such a uh, so-called issue. But this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Uh, this from the 870 says, Trey, why did Sam delete his Twitter? Mm-hmm. 
Well, probably tired of hearing all the stuff that was talked about. I mean, a lot of, you know, very personal attacks and stuff. Uh, I don't know that that's why he deleted it. You know, there's probably blocking out the outside noise. Um, I don't know if you can suspend your account temporarily and bring it back or what, but, I mean, you can't. You can't be the only coach in the SEC without a Twitter account, obviously. So I'm guessing he just wanted to block out the noise. I don't know. I, I, you could also just ignore it, I guess. Hmm. Surprising that he did that. Yeah, I am too. I didn't realize that until today. Let's talk to – Well, he's uh, going to get asked about it. I mean <laughs> – so Well, that's true. We'll, we'll find out what he says. Steve, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, and I also want to get into Little Book, too. All right. And, uh, Trey, you know, yesterday I was listening, and uh, what is your fear of playing freshman? It depends on the fr- it depends on the position. Well, the reason why I ask you that question, mm-hmm. you know, players all across the country, they're rated real high, like 30 and 20 and all that. They're four and five stars. Well, if mm-hmm. they're rated that high and they're good – Put them out there. They could yeah, so, be a surprise. So a lot of times, you know, like say a freshman offensive lineman who is a five-star, a lot of times the difference in a five-star freshman offensive lineman is that they're physically developed and ready to go more so maybe. You know, a four-star usually got something that you say, well, he's not tall or he's not developed enough in his system or he played at a small school, those kinds of things. Um you know, LSU has two offensive tackles that are true sophomores who started as true freshmen last year. Now they're top 50 nationally and top 100 nationally, kind of in that mold that you were talking about. Um, but Arkansas has played freshmen, obviously. I mean, they they have. Rocket Sanders played as a true freshman because he was good enough to play as a true freshman. Darren McFadden did. You know, when you've got studs, Jalen Braxton is the top recruit in the class, and he's playing a pretty good bit uh, in the secondary. Uh, T.J. Metcalf wasn't a five-star or anything or a four-star, but he was well-regarded, and he tends to be getting more and more action. You know, on the defensive line, you've got guys like Quincy Rhodes, who has a lot of upside, and, and Ian Drafford, who has a lot of upside. You're also pretty deep at those two spots. I don't personally feel comfortable with – Freshman safeties playing like a starting role. I just think they make enough mistakes. I feel the same with linebackers generally. Maybe until you get about mid-season or so with freshman linebackers, and everybody's different. You know, as good as Drake Greenlaw was as a freshman, uh, you know, he's freshman All-American, all this stuff, he was a liability in a lot of cases. I mean, I always point to that Auburn game we talked about yesterday that went to three overtimes. You know, watch how often they run at Drake Greenlaw in that game, and then watch what Arkansas does on the play that messes them up. They, they shifted him out of that spot at the last minute, and they ran right to him, and somebody else made a big play there. And Greg, Dre Greenlaw ended up being a really good player. It's just different position to position, person to person. Um, a lot of times these guys, you know, on the offensive line, you need to cook a little bit. And I think that's, you know, what's going on with Chambly. He's a four-star. He's playing as a redshirt freshman. He's being asked to, you know, play as a left tackle, which is a difficult position. And as I've said since August – I just feel like he's about a year away, and I think that we see he's about a year away. It doesn't mean he's not going to be a good player one day, but he just needs a little bit more time. Okay. I see where you're coming from from that aspect. I guess due to the fact I was, I've been able to watch the SEC for a long time because I lived in Greenville, Mississippi, and WTBS 
at the time through the 70s, they showed the SEC, and I got to watch a lot of SEC football. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like I say, I've been keeping up with the SEC a long time. But anyway, right. Randy, uh, I was glad to hear Forest City Joe yesterday. Yes, sir. You know, what a good to hear from him. And uh, I need to. I want to get into little book this time. Okay. Last year I had a terrible time uh, with it, so I'm gonna try it one time, and then if it don't work, then I'm through for this year. <laughs> All right, fire away, Steve. As bad as I had, hate to say it, I'm gonna uh, go LSU 45, Arkansas 24. And I'm going to say KJ's going to have a net yard rushing of uh, 32 yards. 32 it is. All right, Steve. Thank you, my friend. Man, since I've been on here, I predicted the under, and the last two callers have gone way over the over. Let's see, 44-31, that'd be 13. And then 45-24, that's 21. So, Mm -hmm. Let's talk with uh, Justin. Justin, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, I do. Hello, guys. First, I want to get blue book. Okay. Um, I got 44-42, uh, 88 uh, rushing yards for KJ. 88? I hate to ask you, but uh, who is the 44? We are. Okay, Arkansas. All right. Arkansas, yes, sir. And that's 44-42. 88 net yards rushing for K.J. Jefferson. Yeah, I'm feeling a double overtime game. There you go. I have your I question hope, for – I'm sorry. I hope I hope that I'm in – I'll be in attendance. I hope that is the game that I get to see. I would love that. Trey, it's a pleasure <laughs> for me to be on the radio with you. I love when you uh, are on every day. Thanks. Um, and I enjoy the walking talks as well. Um, Appreciate my that. comment, though, is – yeah, you're welcome. My comment is uh, people were upset about the uh, going for it on a fourth and a half a yard and wanting us to punt because the analytics say to uh, say we shouldn't. My problem with that is, is we've got uh, Max Fletcher kicking 10 yard kicks. <laughs> yeah. um, I would rather have a stuff on at the midfield than a 10 yard punt out of bounds. Yeah, uh, it's, now he did punt call, pretty well on the other ones, but you're right. I mean, I, I've thought about that too. Like, you know, he goes up there, and and I'm saying punt the whole time, you know, and yeah, ob- yeah. absolutely the possibility for a 10, 20 yard shank is there. Yeah, once every five kicks, it seems. Yeah. But anyway, go Hogs. I love you guys. Thank you. Have a good night. Guys, I would love a shootout at night in Death Valley. That would be. You mean like 35 to 31? Well, what he said, 44, 42, that'd be fine. I'd yeah, take that okay. in a heartbeat. Um, I mean, I, I would be, we'd all be talking about the defense isn't as good as we thought it was going to be and you know, all that <laughs> stuff. But um, the offense is back on track. If they could just get them both together, you know, who knows? That's what we'd be talking about. But, guys, you know how long it's been since I have witnessed a road victory? So I go to most I go to most road games. Not all of them. I like to hang back and watch them on TV. I've already sworn off Auburn. You guys know that. Flying into Atlanta, you could have seen a road hours. victory there last year. Right, I could have, oh, but I didn't no. because I'm not flying into Atlanta, driving two hours to Auburn just to sit in the worst seat in college football in that awful press box. So I've sworn them <laughs> off. Um, 
you know, I, I even missed the the Ole Miss game. Arkansas had a couple of tough losses, and I was like, I'm not going to the Ole Miss game. I uh, missed the Ole Miss game in 2017, which was Arkansas's last SEC win in a, in a long stretch. So the last time that I witnessed an Arkansas road win, not including bowl games, I've got a solid 7-4 and four record at Arkansas bowl games, not including wow. neutral site games. I've been to all the, the Southwest Classic games. But the last true regular season road game where I witnessed a win was 2016. That's a lot of heartache wow. and a lot of tra- exhausted working road trip traveling. Wow. 2016, it was, I can't remember if it was the Mississippi State game, which was later in the year, because I've been to Starkville several times. I know I was at the uh, the TCU game because that was my first time to go there, So, and that's the only time they played there recently. So I know I was at that game, and I can't remember if I was at the Starkville game or not. I think I was. So that's, um, yeah, it's been a while, <laughs> 2016, since I have walked out of a regular season game, um, you know, think, with with an Arkansas win. Been been it's been a long time. You're paying your dues, my friend. You're and I'll paying. be there Saturday. I'm not a curse, though, people. I'm not a curse. <laughs> I've got a seven and four bowl record. Okay. So it's not my fault. I'm just, wow. I'm just the subject of uh, of all this stuff happening. <laughs> so, All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. Being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment.